Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Mark Sachs and Michelle Smallman here on 101 ESPN. And we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. And we're going to welcome in Darren Pang here on 101 ESPN. You know him from Valley Sports Midwest, TNT. He's an NHL analyst. As the Blues get ready to open the season this Saturday versus the Avalanche pregame here on 101 ESPN at 7 p.m. Good morning, Panger. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Uh, great to hear Mike, too. And congratulations to uh, to Mike on a brilliant career. And uh, some great stuff there this morning. But I'm, I'm really uh, fired up for hockey and uh, excited that the Blues are out there in uh, Vail, Colorado. And getting some bonding time ready before their, uh, the season opens on Saturday. Absolutely, Panger. And I know that Mark Saxon wants to ask you about Vail here for a second, but um, now that training camp is over and, and we have the roster, what what do you know to be sh- true for sure about this Blues team moving forward? There's a lot of questions we need to see about chemistry, but what do you have a pretty good sense of about this Blues team as we head into the opener on Saturday? I think the one thing for sure is we're going to get scoring up and down the lineup. Um I, I, I don't think it's going to be a one-trick pony on this team. I, I, I think the depth is really incredible. I think the depth, uh, and I'm not talking, you, you know, we're not talking Sidney Crosby and Malkin and, and Ovechkin like, uh, you know, players on the offensive side of her, McDavid or Matthews. Not, not that kind of depth or, or high-end skill, but overall depth. I, I mean, I think we could probably put together two more NHL lines uh, and, and have no issues competing with the, the better teams in the NHL. So uh, that's, what, that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited about the fact that, uh, that, that I think we've got forwards that are going to be harder to play against. They're going to go harder to the net. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and players that can play up and down the lineup. So uh, all of that, that's what I'm excited about. And the next thing I'm excited about is a healthy Colton Pareko. Um, last year, it was, it was actually, it was, it was almost sad for us as broadcasters to be describing his play when we knew he was injured. He knew he was injured. He was just trying to help out. But clearly, he was a shell of himself last year. Uh, give him credit for the courage that he tried to play through, but um, he was just not himself. We're watching him now in training camp, and man, am I excited about this. And uh, this could be the best steal of all steals contract-wise, uh, getting him for $6.5 million. If this is the healthy Colton Preco that we're going to see uh, for the next uh, eight years, because he has been an absolute horse, a thoroughbred horse out on the ice so far. So, Panger, I'm going to ask you the silly question because I, you know, I don't, I don't want to ask a serious question and embarrass myself. So, <laughs> uh, apparently, the team is up in Vail and, and uh, in preparation for Saturday's game in Denver. And I assume part of that is to kind of get accustomed to the elevation. But I imagine they'll be doing some team bonding stuff. Do you think they'll have a three-legged race at some point? And what, what <laughs> have you ever had like experiences with one of these team bonding kind of things? And what do you think a team really gets out of something like that? Well, I, I do agree with the team bonding thing. And, and I think, you know, the three-legged race, I don't think that's going to happen. No. Uh, mm-hmm. no, no. It's hard on the wrist. Uh, you know? <laughs> okay. And then, you know, and then you got one guy. These hockey players have that, uh, that big, thick lower, you know, between the waist and the legs. They're kind of big hockey bodies. And, uh, <laughs> you know, some of them might just be too heavy for the other guys to, to, to wheel around there. But, and then a guy like Jordan Cairo, I mean, he's he's as I mean, he's as fast as a gazelle. So no one would be able to catch him. So he'd be the winner straight up anyway. Um, the, the the bonding part is fun. I mean, the bonding part is, uh, 
Let's go to the, the second part. The altitude thing is real. Yeah. I, I mean, the Avalanche are going to play on Wednesday. Actually, I'm going to be there for that game on, on TNT. Mm. So I'm going to have, to have a head start on that. Mm. And, and then the Blues being there, many, many teams go to Vale or, or go, you know, where, wherever out in Colorado and, and do their training, do their training camp. And for good reason, get those lungs at a, at a max. And uh, so that that's part of it. Unfortunately for the boys, the weather's going to turn really cold for them because I'm going out there and I had some golf plan myself uh, Thursday, Friday, and man, I looked at it and it's going to be a it's going to be a little bit of an eye opener for for everybody there uh, for that. But the bonding part is um, essential. You know, here at home, you know, you're you're going to the rink, you're spending your three hours. Um, yeah, yeah, you're together, but you're really not together. Um, you're now you're. You're literally every meeting, everything you're doing, you're in the same group, not just the same line. You know, you're, you're not just, it's not just, you know, Braden Shen and, and his line mates and being in the locker room and talking about what the drills are going to be that day. Now, now it's about truly waking up in the morning, going to breakfast together, getting to know who what Jake Neighbors is all about, uh, you know, getting to know James Neal, um, seeing what their personalities are, see who takes over the room a little bit, see who's the funnier what kind of guy is going to take over for the funniness that maybe a Jaden Schwartz is leaving behind because he's not here anymore? Guys got to find their, their, their place in the room. They got to find their place with the boys. And uh, um, so, you know, I, I mean, I hate, you know, in the old days, it was probably going out really late and uh, having a few extra cocktails uh, and having a few laps in the morning. But nowadays, everybody takes care of themselves pretty well. And Nobody, nobody wants to get in any trouble, obviously, and, and they, they got to get ready for the season. But, but I do believe in, in, in this, and I, I applaud the Blues ownership group, you know, because it's expensive. You're, you're taking them out there ahead of time. You've just gone through COVID. Lots of money's been lost. Uh, but yet the ownership group says get out there and uh, make sure this, uh, this happens so we get off on the right foot here. Yeah. Panger, how do you think a trip like this could help Vladimir Tarasenko and the Vladimir Tarasenko situation? Because he's come out and said, I'm here in St. Louis. I'm committed to the team as long as I'm here. But even though he's been around his teammates with everything that happened in the offseason, I wonder if there's any lingering awkwardness. And I wonder how a trip like this with the entire team could potentially help smooth some of that over if it did exist. Well, he's got to buy the first four dinners, that's for sure. <laughs> right. That'll help. Uh, no, you know, and it's funny, I was watching after practice yesterday, you know, he's he's out on the ice with, uh, you know, now there's, you know, four Russians. Uh, you know, you've got, Bush, well, Bushnevich and you've got uh, Kostin was out there before he got sent down to the American Hockey League and, and, and Barbashev. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so there's your four guys. And, you know, it, it looks to me, I mean, you look at him and, it looks like he's he's not having. I mean, having fun. Yeah, he's he's out there playing hockey. It's the game he loves. It's the game that's making him a, you know, nine million dollars this year and seven and a half million on the cap. He's got a great life because of this game of hockey. So I would hope that he goes out there like he's been doing and you know and, and getting the chemistry and playing hard. And he and Robert Thomas seem to be working pretty well. Um, but so far, I mean, other than probably the first, I would have to say the first three, four days, if I was a player, it would have been awkward. If I was a trainer, it would have been awkward because of what his agent came out and said uh, about the medical staff. I, 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 number one, I, I didn't appreciate that whatsoever, and it had to have told me that they thought they weren't going to be here to begin the year. Uh, but I think his agent learned uh, an awful lot by coming out prematurely and, and doing all that because that puts everybody in a bad, bad spot. Uh, but I think all that being said, now it's been three weeks. So uh, they, they seem to be, you know, uh, the transition of this seems to be, you know, like it was prior to. Now it's up to Vladdy to be the player that Vladdy has been in the past. And that means lead by example, 
um, show everybody that your care is 100% with this team for as long as you're here with this team. Because the minute that that doesn't happen is the minute the players will look at him and, and wonder, where, where's your heart at? What's your motivation? Because we need you right here. And if you're not going to be here 100%, 1,000% sitting here and working hard for us, then, then where are we all at? And, and, but as long as he's trying hard and as long as he's playing, which he has, uh, then I think everything will be uh, you know, relatively smooth for this organization and this team. All right, two quick questions for you here at the end, and uh, I'll just throw them both out, both out there. Are you still going to pack your clubs, your golf clubs, <laughs> despite the uh, winter storm that's moving in yes, there? Yes, correct. You are, you are packing the clubs. You're still going gonna to fight it through it. I'm a battler. <laughs> okay, I like that. And then can you just set up, like, I know you'll know more about the Avalanche, it sounds like, Wednesday when you see them, but just set up the... Give us a little preview for that first game. What what are the, the, the factors, you know, the Blues are going to have to do to have a chance to win that game? I know Colorado's um, had a lot of teams' numbers, and, and certainly they play the Blues hard. We, we know that. Um, you listen, they're, 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 I think they're missing a little depth scoring because we got Brandon Sod. Uh, that's a big hole for them. Uh, they, they're going to play a Valerie Nuches, uh, Nuchushkin. He'll be up on that line. And he's not quite the same type of player. He's bigger and he's stronger, but he doesn't have quite the hands or the finesse of, of, of Saad. Um, he'll play with Kadri. So I guess what I'm saying is I, I think they're top-loaded. Obviously, their best line is incredible, and that's going to take you know Colton Preco and Marco Scandella defending, and that's going to take Ryan O'Reilly and David Prawn's line uh, going up against them. Once you neutralize them, that's when I think we, we, there's an equal balance. And, and I, I think we may have a little bit more depth when you throw Robert Thomas and Tarasenko uh, in the third hole on the third line with James Neal. Uh, that's a good pairing for us. And I think that's where we've got to take advantage of it. Uh, the second and third lines up against Colorado for me. Valley Sportsman Wes and TNT NHL analyst Aaron Pang here on 101 ESPN. Be sure to follow him on Twitter at Panger40. And Panger, it was great to talk to you. Enjoy the game on Saturday. And we look forward to talking to you again next week. Well, thank you. I'll post some pictures of me with a toque on and, and some warm gloves playing golf and 30-mile-an-hour winds. Oh, please do. Please. We look forward to that. <laughs> All right. Take care, it. guys. Thanks for having me. See you yeah, you betcha. Thanks. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.